I want to say I was probably six or seven. They kind of were around the same time as the Garbage Pail Kids, right? Yeah, I remember them. Yeah, Tarzan, Garbage Pail Kids. Welcome everybody to the Arch City Paranormal Podcast. I am Kyle, your tour guide through the weird, and I am joined once again today by T Hello. and Allison. Hi. And Rachel is back with us. Hello. As we're all here again to hopefully talk about weird stuff for the next hour or more, or ours or, or, or whenever we have Allison here, or um, yes, because I'm so Rachel in, here. Controlling. Well, you're always here. <laughs> That's true. But whenever Rachel's here, we always have like those podcasts that are like yeah, like a marathon. Marathon. Because the last one was over three hours. Yes. Okay. No, okay. no, it's fine. It's because we just we end up talking. We end up going off off on more tangents. It's not a it's not a bad thing at all. Because but it, it takes forever to to edit them. It took me two full days to edit the last one. Is that good? Two, well, yeah, it was. Yes, it was good. It was just. I still have a little bit left to listen to. Yeah, well, I don't blame you because no. it's three hours. So if you have listened to it, good for you. <laughs> so anyway, uh, welcome back in. If it's uh, your first time here, uh, we appreciate it. Hopefully we can entertain you some. If it's not your first time here, glad to know there's other crazy people out there just like us. Uh, wherever you're listening to us too, if you've not yet subscribed, if you're just now catching us on Facebook or YouTube or wherever, or maybe a friend told you just to check us out, uh, subscribe to us on uh, iHeart, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, wherever you listen, you listen to a podcast. I'm sure you do. Everybody listens to a podcast, wherever you listen to us at, if you search Arch City Paranormal, we'll be there too. So today we'll always, as always, we have, we have emails and we've got teased news. What was that? It was Did my, I mess up something? It was tea. It was my phone hitting okay. my bottle. Okay, all right, cool, all right. She's getting in position. I'm, I'm like trained to like, oh, something broke. No, I was <laughs> I was responding to a viewer. Oh, okay, cool. Already? Hey. Mm-hmm. Mikey. So, Does um, he like it? I don't know. You'll have to ask him. Mikey, <laughs> do you know. like it? We don't know yet. Maybe. Hopefully. Perhaps he's, he isn't, he isn't, not sure yet. Holding off, holding off on judgment. So uh, today I want to talk about, uh, there's a new Netflix show I want to talk about. We don't have to spend a whole lot of time on that, but I thought it was really cool. I want to talk about it. I also want to talk about fourth dimensional Bigfoot. Yes. That's a new Bigfoot one. and the fourth dimension. I talked about it before, but it was on a podcast like a while ago. It was like one of, the, it, it was probably in like the first five podcasts that I did. I talked about it, but now there's information about how it, uh, it, they had actually captured a couple and they escaped. And there's, yes, I know. Allison, okay. Allison gave me the what the fuck face, and it was uh-huh. very appropriate. And then also, I wanted to, um, of course, we'll get into the stuff, like I said, emails. But I also want to talk to Rachel about how you might prepare to do a seance. What steps would you take? Hmm. So, nobody here knows what's had, going on. And I had a question <laughs> for you about our, you re- our uh, picture that you put on. Uh, Instagram, I think maybe Facebook too, about rake. The sleep paralysis guy. Well, the Slender no. Man or rake, like mm-hmm. where the, the like what that was, because I was like, what is that guy? Because he's around a lot. So I had I looked up some stuff. I was curious oh, cool. to ask you about. All right, sweet. So there, we've got a bunch of stuff we can talk. about. Are we going to do? I'm assuming we're going to do emails first. You do whatever you want to <laughs> do. <laughs> Tis our favorite. Thing. We were, I was gonna. I was just gonna. You know, like what? Well, you know, we'll, we'll make sure. Hi, Michael. I want to get a consensus. Michael. Hi, Michael. Hi. Um, so, yeah, if you're watching us now on Facebook, you can also catch us now on YouTube, which those are coming out there. And I need to know, I will actually, well, now nah, we'll just talk about it. 
how do how should I put the stuff out on YouTube? Because I have newer episodes ready to go that can be put up on YouTube, but they will not be in chronological order. Chronological is the big brain word I needed that I couldn't come up with right there. Like I have like, like I could, yes, I could put them up, but I was trying to keep them chronological and there was, there was video audio issues with the first few. So I've not put them up there. Should I just put them up? Can you put them up? And then I've noticed on other pages, they have them organized by like podcasts Mm -hmm. or evidence. Yeah. Like different, like different channels. Yes. Mm -hmm. Is that something we can eventually do when we have more videos or can you do it now? I could do it now. I was just worried about them not coming out in order, but I guess yeah. it doesn't matter because eventually they would be in order because we get the backlog. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how much the order matters as much as if you just had like the topic, like the title, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. Because it's not like we're telling a story that carries on like a soap opera. That's true. That's true. But you wouldn't be able to see the evolution of our show. How, It'd be the same damn character for like three weeks. He'd be, you know, in the same position. It's like a, it's like a Stephen, it's like a Stephen King, like worse. chapter describing a tree. That's that's why I can't read. I can't read Stephen King. I can't read it. He goes on forever about the same fucking thing. Like Dickens. The yes, the description it just goes on and on, and like by the fourth paragraph about whatever particular object or situation, it's like we get it. It's okay now. It's a treat. Yeah. I mean, that's why I think his, some of his movies have to be like miniseries. Oh, because there's so much detail. Because you can't. Yeah. So the director tries to do the book justice. Mm. So anyway. Emails. Hey, music for emails. Everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy. Never mind. I was okay. thinking of a good song. Yeah. Oh, okay. What would be a good What would be a good tune? Well, it can't be anything copyrighted. Well, that's seeing as how AOL is like, no longer a thing, can we use You've Got Mail? <laughs> Oh, doesn't wait. Does, oh, oh, T's got a thought. Big idea. <laughs> there's, Big a, idea. Uh, there's an old 60s or 70s a song. Write you a letter. Oh, fuck. What song is that? Send you a postcard. Write me a letter. Send you a postcard. Time still deliver. I'm yours. I don't think no. that's. <laughs> no, it was more like a classic rock song. I don't want to make. That could be it. Write your letter. Y'all, we have Michael, we have Michelle, we have Kim, Madison. There's no way. That's not it. We have Heidi. We have all kinds of people. Well, hi, but, y'all. Hi, well, hi, y'all. Hi, y'all. Maybe Monday night's it. Maybe Monday night's the night. If this, if this interests you, like you're at the zoo or something, you could... <laughs> You can like go. You can go over to YouTube and subscribe there, and they'll be. You can watch the whole thing. It's not live, but you'll be able to watch the whole thing. Okay, so emails. Are we good? Yeah, I'm we gonna can, have to dick around and see if I can we'll find, find it. it. Yeah, don't worry. We can hum it you, to Google. Any idea? Who, have to hum any Google. idea who it might be by? Like my first thought is Jim Croce, but I don't think that's it. But it's that like era. It's back that far. Hmm. Back that far, like it was like that far ago. That far ago? That long ago? Just sweet baby carrots. We good over there? Yeah. Smell toast? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get a metallic taste in your mouth? Every time I smell toast, though, seriously, I freak out and ask. <laughs> like, you smell that too, right? Same. Yeah. yeah. Even, if I'm, the one, no even if I'm the one making it. Yeah. Like, I have yeah. no history. I'm like, to think that, that I need to worry about. Am I okay? 
Is my foot my numb? Do you smell that? My baby, she wrote me a letter. My That's baby, the chorus. My, my baby, baby, she wrote me a letter. He talks about like he's taking... I can hear it in your... Yes. Won't that be copyrighted too? Probably. Probably, yeah, but... I can't. The box tops? No. Could be. I'm a coming home. That's oh. it. That's it. I'm a coming home. My baby, she wrote me The box tops. The letter. There you go. Okay, I was going to say, like yeah, we song, can't play though. too much good, of it. Though. It is a good song. I feel better. Thank you. Not Jim Croce. <laughs> Somebody I've never heard of. Did you do a cover of. of it, Allison? <gasps> yeah. <laughs> well, hum the... Don't tempt me. <laughs> you could do it. I got After the podcast. Okay, cool. I mean, we've got like, you Maybe. know... <laughs> can be a group effort. We can, oh, do a, we can do a round. Dude, when have I let you go do on your round. own ever? <laughs> we we, tr- we, we tried to do that today. Merrily, 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 merrily. Life is but... Yes. Mm-hmm. But okay. I don't remember what we were singing. Was it just row, row, row your boat? Was it? Okay. Was it Good just song? the two of you? Yeah. You yeah. can't do a round with just two. You gotta have at least three. You could try. That's called a duet. Or something. Email. Okay, so emails. Jacob writes in. Jacob says, hey everyone, love the show. I have a question that I don't think has ever come up. And I've got mixed answers while Googling. Why are there ghosts? Why would someone choose to put themselves in what seems like an obvious discomfort by choosing to stay or interact here. Also, I'm a skeptic and I appreciate that you all seem to have had experiences, but are still very analytical. Uh, no proof equals didn't happen. Thanks for the show. It's fun and not super, super campy like other podcasts. Great. Great. Thank yeah, you. Thanks. Thanks, Jacob. Um, why are there ghosts? Do anybody want to jump on that first? Poodle. Anyway. Well, I think it's, I think there's, like, some people would say it's religious, right? You could be stuck in... Oh, they can't move on because limbo. of their yes, religious beliefs, yeah. That would be one. That's not my personal belief. But I think that they... I think it's somewhat transient. Like, I don't think you're necessarily always earthbound. I think you can cross over from dimension. Um, and I think it's your... You haven't... Again, I, I believe that you haven't been reborn... Again, um, I definitely believe in that whole cycle process. We're here. We're in our human form. Your soul is still here. Um, still takes presence and communicates. It may be attached for, I don't mean attachment, like. Um, yeah, everybody gets really weird when you say that. Yes. You know, but like, I mean, it's on me. It's they, they feel such a, scratch me. a connection with like. I mean, just can't let go of what's here in the earthbound form. So I, I agree. I would say that basically the same thing. I think a lot of it is that maybe they just can't come to grips with like a, maybe it's something sudden and violent that they don't know that they're dead to move on. Or they could just be scared. They don't want to, you know, like you said, like the attachment thing, like they don't want to let go, you know? And let's be honest. If Let's say tomorrow... Something happened to you. You're gonna stick around and fuck with people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I doubt. I mean, that's for the sure. truth, right? For sure. Like, for absolutely. If you had a choice, you totally. Oh would. yeah, yeah, yeah. If I could buy my ticket, so I know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, why would someone seem to put themselves in what seems like obvious discomfort by choosing to stay or interact here? I think that's more of like what Rachel was saying. It's just one of those attachment things. Maybe they just can't give up on it. You know, like unfinished business kind of thing. Maybe. Maybe they just, or they just don't know. 
And maybe that is what brings them joy, not discomfort. If I have passed on before people that I'm have, you know, I love and my family, then maybe I want to stay close and observe them. Maybe that brings me joy and not discomfort. It's like the googly eyes on my urn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we haven't heard about that in a while. <laughs> How big? So anybody, Wait, any, how any, big? Anybody that doesn't know, are my, we my, making these googly eyes? My my wishes are that I want to be cremated and that Tia is supposed to keep me forever. The only requirement is is that she buys those googly eyes, like you see, like you know, on toys or whatever, and that has to be put on the front. And it's the ones they're like the holograph kind. You like you ever, remember those pictures where like mm-hmm. if you move around the room, it looks like something's moving. That's what it. That's what it needs to be. So like when she walks through the room, it's still me staring at her ass. That's. <laughs> it's what it is and then i make whoever is you know whoever the next guy is i make him uncomfortable i don't think there's gonna be a next I'm guy no there's not watching mm-hmm. you fucker how big do these eyes have to be can we do one that's big. like I, this i mean i clearly and need, one that's like this that's not <laughs> i clearly have to overcompensate so they need to be very large eyes <laughs> big big eyes like saucers that don't even fit on the earth yeah, like the size <laughs> of the size of this here yeah <laughs> That like hang off like there's big sunglasses those big like yeah. party sunglasses yeah okay okay yeah so at least now we know what size we need and I get yeah. to go on trips so I when go we to go to the places. beach and yeah you got to get a special little passport when you do that but that's okay I'm gonna go to Dave I concerts go. with T and I yes okay, cool. hell yeah <laughs> we'll take you to Grandpa's cheese barn <laughs> explain that at the fucking security check yeah fuck is this this my husband yeah. <laughs> it was his dying wish he's got a ticket every year. <laughs> We'd buy three tickets. We'd buy three tickets. He's got a ticket. We'd write him a chair, too. <laughs> I get one of the tall beers, though. <laughs> but wait, who gets the $10 back when you turn it in? That's <laughs> <laughs> oh. what I do. I bring joy and laughter. <clears throat> even after I die. Yeah. That means we still can't go get beers together. Somebody still has to stay back behind. <laughs> What, I can't watch the chairs with my fucking googly got eyes? eyes? We've got eyes on everybody. everybody within... Can we put Mr. Potato arms on the side of him so he can put his hand on either a chair? <laughs> <laughs> or our purses. I can already see it in my head. The top of the hill of Blossom. Three chairs. Box. And there's Kyle. Googly eyes and arms. Yes. Thief taken. <laughs> yeah, you could take like a motion sensor. <laughs> yeah, have it like like go off like some big like buzzer goes We're off. Have you close record to stuff? <laughs> Don't touch that stuff. Away from that. Does that look like it's your purse, sir? No, sir. <laughs> That's good stuff. Don't die on me, please. Don't die on no, me. Don't. Well, it sounds like it'd be a great time. <laughs> We'd have fun. <laughs> You'd be dead. Do we have to buy him a car seat? <laughs> And we can just strap him in. Okay. He'll I mean, weigh enough. It'll yeah, be fine. Yeah. Those arms are heavy. <laughs> oh, I see. It's fine. There's a height requirement. <laughs> you must re- be this tall. Get a really tall urn. Get really long legs. It's like, like a tube. Legs, like little things that drop down like go-go gadget arms yeah. with legs. Well, the, uh, the <laughs> Mr. Potato Head legs, apparently. Those no, little those shoes. are short, are short though. They're super are, short. They're just like the those. shoes. Yeah. Some, you know, pipe cleaners. shoes? Pipe, huh? pipe so you have big clown shoes then? You might to go with his eyes. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. Y'all wonder why I'm going to haunt the shit out of you. That's why. No, you're going to go hang out with Poodle because she'll be the only one that can see you. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I just drag me around to watch their chairs and purses while they go <laughs> get, the get beers at the concert. We got to have souvenir shirts. Come on now. Yeah, we'll, buy, but, we'll even buy you one. We'll get like little Dave little onesies. <laughs> they have those. <laughs> they do. Little fire dancer onesie. Get you a posty onesie. <clears throat> yeah. We may have to put you in a backpack for posty though. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. Tickets are too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> you have to dance the whole time though. We can't. Don't. What if your top came off? Be all right. We'll tape wouldn't, it be down. The, wouldn't be the first time a top came off at a Post Malone concert. It'd be it's fine. True, true. Just mine wouldn't be as fun. <laughs> kind of like now. Oh, man Some boobs. Never what change. the hell? Put those away. Okay. So anyway, Jacob, thanks. There you go. Oh, okay. But do you think... Oh, sorry, I'll get back up. But do you think ghosts are transient, though? Like, I do. I think spirit can be here and... Mm. Go back and forth. You okay over there? Yes. <laughs> so, sorry, go back and forth. Yeah. Between earthbound. Well, and... maybe. I guess it depends on, I guess that goes back to like a belief thing though, don't you? Because remember we, we talked about reincarnation and supposedly you've got, what was it, 49 days? Or supposedly there's there's some that window there before like you're here and then somebody has to pray for you and then you move on or whatever. And then... So, but if you were in, if you were actually reincarnated, I, I guess I'm meaning like where they're not always visible to, to us, like in our plane where, um, communication would be oh, a possibility. Yeah. Like yeah. I think they're transient between. Yeah. I think everything, I think I, I'm almost of the opinion that everything like time and everything is cyclical. Like everything is a big loop. So whatever what had been going on at any one particular time is also still taking place now. And I think those universes sometimes get bled. They bleed between the two. And I think that's what happens sometimes when people die is they're able to move between the two different time frames, And that's why we, that's probably an entire podcast in itself, but yeah. So everybody was just like, what Kyle? <laughs> oh, and for the record, I have set Google as my homepage. I don't know how many times it never stays. What is that? It's not Google? It's Yahoo. It keeps going to it's Yahoo. Yahoo Chrome. Oh. And it makes no sense. Well, we'll have to fix that. I got you, boo. I'll take a look. So anyway, Jacob, thanks for writing in. Uh, if you'd like to interact with the show, you can email us, artcityparanormal at gmail.com, or you can go to any of our social media uh, and send us a message there, or go to artcityparanormal.com, and our, all the links are there, too. So thank you, Jacob, for writing in. Heather. Heather writes in, Heather says, uh, first, uh, this may be one of the best podcasts I listen to. <gasps> Thanks. Oh, nice. I feel like I want to be Allison and <gasps> be brave if I've ever experienced anything, but I know I would be like T and be scared to death <laughs> and have to sit on someone's lap. I am. What's her name? Heather. 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 I'll go. You can come with me. <laughs> we'll hold hands. Well, I'll take you and then you can sit on my lap. <laughs> She's going to have to share. I got I... two knees or two, well, two thighs that are semi half laps. Did you know that a lap does not exist until you sit down? Isn't that interesting? Lazy bastard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anywho, carry on. So anyway, um, have to sit on uh, someone's lap. Uh, Rachel is amazing to listen to. I don't think there's another podcast offering her perspective. How do you guys decide to investigate somewhere? Is there a checklist or are you just trying to go to big famous places? <laughs> Thanks you. Thank you, Heather. She I think we want to go everywhere. Yeah. It's we- not necessarily fame. It's 
we don't can, give a shit. What can we afford? Because right, yeah. if you're not if you've not researched nuts. some of these locations, it's not cheap to do this. No. And we have to plan ahead, especially when there's, you know, five of us, six of us. Right. If maybe a couple people can't come. Like Moundsville. By the time you add on tax, it's what, twelve hundred dollars just to get into Moundsville for a night. Yeah. That's not counting the hotel room. Hotel food, yeah, gas, just to get time in. off work. Yeah, time away from work. Mm-hmm. So you have to figure that in. Um, we appreciate the places like um, Thurber House. Yeah. That let us come and didn't charge. Yeah. To have the experience and to be there. But it's an expensive hobby. Mm-hmm. So we. And I think we have to build up that reputation that you're going to be <laughs> respectful and mm-hmm. that you're. Yeah. Gonna, you're not going to fuck anything up while yeah. you're in And there. you're going to follow like at. Um, God, my brain is dead today. Prospect. Mm-hmm. Was it Prospect or Bel Air? But one of them said, you know, you can go live, but you can't do anything for commercial. Like we can't right. make a t-shirt yeah, or right. what have you. Yeah. Being respectful of that, leaving the place cleaner than when you left. Yeah. Picking up after yourself. Yeah. Like getting the opportunity to go someplace like Wagnalls. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Twice. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. I love, I love the private residence. Mm-hmm. I mean, we haven't been able to do a lot of that because of COVID, but I love hearing the homeowner's perspective, like they're... Their take their on, take on things, and it also sometimes we offer we can offer to help them understand what's going on or validate what's going on, or dismiss and say like no, well, it's not the same. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, 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 this ain't what you think it is. Yeah, yeah. So that happens too. I mean, there's a cool couple places that I would love to go. Like I want to do the Winchester Mystery House out in California. <sighs> yeah, because that place is so cool. Hell yeah! But like we got to do Waverly. Hmm. I want to go Tala. <clears throat> yes, I think Tala would be cool. But I think there's still, like, Malabar Farms. Where, oh, God, what was the actor that owned that? Malabar? Yeah. I have to look now. I picture the face. Um, My parents went there. Where is it? Uh, like, an hour, hour and a half north. Oh. Uh, some famous Lucas, actor Ohio. owned it. Not Lewis Bromfield. I was say, I don't know who no. that is. But if I'm not mistaken, you can now, I think, start. Who it is? Renting. Oh, it's Pea Poppy. <laughs> Lewis Bromfield? No. He's some famous author. There was an actor. I had to look it up. He owned it? I believe so. That's the only reason why my parents went. <laughs> Lewis Bromfield? <laughs> no, you didn't live there. I'm sorry. Lauren Bacall? Lauren Bacall and Humphrey Bogart were married there. I'm sorry. Oh. I got it mixed up. Yeah. Check that out. In Ohio. Mm-hmm. If you dig, you can find stuff locally. Or within hour, two-hour drive. I still want to make the trip to the Triangle. Oh, yeah. That we talked about a couple episodes ago. Bridgewater? Bri- that sounds right. And I still want to go to Lizzie Borden's house. Yeah, I'd like, like to investigate. There. I don't know if we'd be able to investigate. That's if the you thing. You rent it out, you can. Oh, really? Oh, yes. There you go. Right, I would like in. to go to Trans Allegheny. Tala. What's Tala? Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. Never heard it called that yeah. before. Oh, that's the name. Just acronyms. It's an, a, called an uh, acronym. <clears throat> is that still <laughs> open to investigate? I believe so. Yeah. It is. Eastern State Penitentiary is the one that they closed. You can't do investigations just because of COVID, or they no, just they don't allow you to do. It was one of those places. 
It was one of the two, so it, it must have been it must have been Eastern State Penitentiary. The honky tonk bar in Kentucky that was too far. Bobby Mackey's. Yep. Yeah, they're closed until further notice. I'd like to go Savannah, and go hit some of the places down there, like Moon River. Yes. You imagine Fort Pulaski? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely something there too. Yeah. I do like that that people think we're that organized. (laughs) Is there a checklist? No, no, fuck no. No, no. (laughs) This is about as organized as we get. Like, hey, we're all gonna meet up at Kyle's house. Bring your shit. Bring your shit. And your snacks. <laughs> I mean, we did pretty good for West Virginia. Yeah. As yeah. far as, with because we had all those other people. Like, yeah. hey, stay here. Here's some restaurants in the area. Yeah. That kind of thing. We pretended like we had our stuff. Yeah. Well, we always, like, forget something. Always. <laughs> you, you telling. <laughs> Notorious. Yeah. It happens. So, no, we're not selective. It's no. pretty much, if we can go, we go. Yeah. So, thanks for writing in, Heather. That's a good question. We appreciate it. It was a good question. Dana, Dana's next. Dana writes in, Dana says, uh, how do you not run screaming from somewhere like Prospect Place when you heard something say hello and it was no one in the room? I don't know how you guys do it. Love laughing with you every Friday. Keep it up. I mean, Mike kind of technically ran. (laughs) (laughs) He did. He was granted he was going to debunk anything outside. Um, He scurried away. He did. Here we go, guys. Yeah. Bye. But I, it didn't, I just thought it was so cool. It didn't. Like, how did you feel? So <laughs> there's like a, a multitude of different things that runs through my head. One, if I run, it'll get me. Mm-hmm. I'll trip, fall down. <laughs> it'll get me. I fall it, down. It'll get me. Sure it'll get me. Two, he'll be pissed as hell if I get up and run. He giggles because he knows I'm right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. <clears throat> and three, when it happens... It's not as terrifying. Do you think it's you different. make it out to be it's scarier different. than it is? Now that you've experienced that, was it not as bad as you expected it to be? Or is it just not as scary? I think what scares the shit out of me is seeing something. As you guys witnessed. And I stared at Poodle's shoes for 45 minutes and sweat in pure fear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I held your hand too. I don't remember anymore. You were holding on to me at some point. Yeah. yeah. It's it's the seeing, I think. Because I was touched at Moundsville. It didn't scare me mm-hmm. at all. I was just like, what the fuck? And then I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then I heard the... Hello. At Prospect. That didn't... It made me a little nervous, but it wasn't bad. You did pretty good. <clears throat> the attic yeah. freaked me the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, please, no, please, no, please, no. <laughs> and she just kept telling me, she's like, it's okay, just look. I'm like, no, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. It's not okay. I don't want to see it. <laughs> well, I think we want... To have that stuff happen. So when it does, it's like more exhilarating mm-hmm. than anything. For it's, me anyways. It's different. It, yeah. It's just it's just different. Like where I could totally see. Whereas if I was here at my house at 3 a.m. Yeah. In your in, safe zone. Yeah, in my safe zone, in my underwear, getting milk. And something, you know, happened in my kitchen. It would scare the shit. It would scare the fucking shit out of me. Mm-hmm. But when you're at some place and it's like you've waited a month to get there. And you've got all your equipment. And it's like. I'm going to fucking find something tonight, god damn it. Yeah. You know? And something happens and it's more like, oh yeah! yeah. Rather rather than, woo You know? Or in one spot, oh! <laughs> oh so, it's, diff- it's, just, it's I, just different. I am fearful though when something comes from behind. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like something. So like that night at Bel Air when it kept 
touching yes. your head. I don't like to. Don't come from behind my plane. Like yeah. coming from the side, from front, not from the back. Yeah. Was that from behind the hair touching yes. person? Yes. Thing. I don't like that. Yes. Hmm. But see, you didn't have that reaction. You were touched on the back at Bel Oh no! I was just like, "Who the fuck touched me?" Yeah. <laughs> and then she was super excited. And then it was the realization afterward. Yeah. But you weren't. No. That didn't scare Nothing. you. Nothing. Yeah. I have yet to be scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> what would scare you? Yeah, what would scare you? Honestly. Take a look around a corner. Some staring back at you. <laughs> I mean, that would probably be a little startling, but I honestly, I can't think of anything. I, like in a paranormal investigation. You have yeah. rat-sized balls. What? You have rat-sized balls. Rat. <laughs> Are they attached to a rat at least? <laughs> Rodent-sized globes. Because I'd probably try to pick them up or something. Um, no, it just nothing, <clears throat> nothing at this point has scared me and I can't think of anything that would in that situation. To that extent. Yeah. Put me in a car on an icy road. Terrified. Yes. Go over a bridge. Facts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Going over a bridge. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. So nothing like that. Even, even though, even though you know in your head that it's a little bit irrational, mm-hmm. something like that happening, the equivalent of it happening in the dark somewhere wouldn't at this point in time no do you think that's because you're you're so amped about actually okay something that's real or maybe yeah i'm sure if maybe if i saw what you did Mm -hmm. especially if i was on my own that might you know freak me out a little yeah but like there's nothing right now in this point in time that i think would scare me yeah well it's like yeah. How like, you... do you believe they, like, people always say, like, the three scratches and people getting, like, hurt. Like, that's not something that I've encountered. Do you believe in that? Like, I mean, I'm sure it could happen, but we've, has any, we've never experienced. We've had reports of that, but we've never been able to document anything yeah. like that. No, because I growls just. growls and. Yeah, my brain. Yeah, the growls, yes. Yeah. I like would think actually, like, like I scraped up against something. Like physically. You know? Yeah. No. No, I can't think of a thing. No. Even if that was the way you were touched was to be scratched like that and you couldn't or, explain it or. Or if like T's water bottle just came flying across the room. No. That wouldn't scare you. Are you serious? I'd be like, who did it? Do it again. I'd be, I'd be more pissed <laughs> if it broke some of my shit. That or we didn't have a fucking camera on it. Yeah. Well, we do. Yeah. Luckily. Hopefully that's angled correctly. Luckily. Our friends it is. at home. You would catch oh, it a good, thousand good. percent. Okay. I'm going to will it to happen. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. So there you go, Dana. Anything for you? Well, you said people coming from behind or something. Yeah. Um, I don't think otherwise it doesn't really scare me. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it'll catch you off guard. Mm-hmm. Where it'd say like startle like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, what was that? Um, And sometimes it freaks me out too. Like if. Just, I think, or I don't want to say freaks me out, but if when you guys react, you know, mm-hmm. it feels, because it's different. Yeah. Normally, you know, so it's. Yeah. I always find myself that something will happen and then I'm in my head rationalizing it mm-hmm. Im- immediately. Trying to like almost debunk even, it? Yes. Even though I'm already, not even, not even <clears throat> debunking it. Like, I don't know. That's not what that was. When Prospect Place, when I, I knew 
I knew in that other room there was no one there. I knew I knew for a fact. The first thing I thought was, oh, well, you know, T or uh, Rachel had been up because I could hear your voice downstairs. Yeah. And I knew where Mike was. Like, oh, well, T or Rachel must have went up there. And then, then that was when it clicks in my head. Like, first of all, T ain't going nowhere by herself. <laughs> nope. And then True. Rachel, Rachel would have said something <laughs> as she came by or, you know, and then it was like, nope, that's some shit really happening. And there I am with the flashlight in my mouth. Like, mm-hmm. A lot of times when something happens, I'll reason it through my head like, no, there's just this house Do you settling. do that to try to, to calm keep myself yourself... back down? The only time I don't do it and when I get the most scared is when I'm with Poodle. Because I can't. Because when Poodle gets freaked, I know it's real. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We're all fucked. <laughs> Poodle's fucked. We're fucked. We're all screwed. It's just fuck. Okay. That's fair. And it's not a crack against you. It's because you have your awesome abilities. So I know like, oh shit, if Poodle's fucking freaking out, <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> it's definitely going to get both it's of us over, now. It's <laughs> We're going to die. All right. So there you go, Dana. So yeah. Did we answer all Dana's questions? Yeah. She just okay. wanted to know how, how we, how we did it. Like how, you know, we heard something like that. We didn't go running from the room. It's just run fun. screaming. I know. I wish I'd have been in there. That's cool. There's been times. here. <laughs> Even most scared, staring at her shoes wouldn't move. No, get me. <laughs> I'm fine. I can't go anywhere by myself. No. Okay, so the last one really doesn't have a question. I just thought it was a cool email. Joe writes in. Joe says, "Dude, dude, you're, you guys on YouTube is great. You need a talk show. Keep these coming. <laughs> I don't know what this would be, Joe. Uh, it's fun to watch how you how you folks interact with each other. Kyle's voice doesn't match his face." <laughs> is that a good or a bad thing? <laughs> so I just want to call everybody's attention back to the the other email we got where you know she's talking about how Rachel's amazing to listen to and how she wants to be like Allison and how you know how she knew she'd be like T and how endearing that was and everything and then somebody emails in and says my voice doesn't match my face. I would love to know what he thought. Dear Joe, his name's Joe. Like, Joe, yeah. Dear Joe. Dear Joe. Can you please write back and you know um, what grinds my gears? <laughs> expound on that. What was I supposed to look like? Yeah, I, would love I was supposed to, know. to be far more attractive. Stop. <laughs> you know, <laughs> face built Don't for talk radio. About my friend that way. <laughs> No, seriously. But I, I'm just curious. Like, what did he? Like this, did he this mean? chiseled model-looking guy. <laughs> maybe they expect you because you're smart. Like, you know, you talk about a lot of things. Maybe they expect you to look really nerdy. Yeah, like glasses. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, I don't look nerdy. Nice. I'll take it. Put your glasses on. <laughs> maybe it'll be better. I don't have them. I think they're out there. Oh. T, so, you got yeah. yours? I do. However, he has a ginormous fucking melon, and he'll stretch mine out. I understand. <laughs> You know, I love you, but no. I'm the same. Luckily, my hat matches my head, so it fits. Damn it. No love even for my wife. So anyway, that was emails. If you want to interact with the show and tell me how big my head is, (laughs) you can email us at archcityparanormal at gmail.com, or you can head over to archcityparanormal.com, click on any one of our... (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Any of our social media. I don't know what that's about. I already married a Mr. Potato Head. He's big head and his little arms and little legs. <laughs> so your urn will be exactly the same. <laughs> Proportionate. <laughs> What's happening? So if you want to interact with the show. He's going to go cry now. Thanks a lot for everybody uh, emailing in. 
We appreciate it. It's obviously one of T's favorite parts of the show. I love emails. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, Jacob, Heather, Dana, and Joe. Thanks a lot. Uh, we appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. So next we have, we're going to do your news now? That's up to you if you want. Let's do news. Do, do, Let's do in the news. Do news with Tay. <clears throat> Go ahead, do it. Oh. Oh, she's not ready. Okay. So real, I can talk. You you get ready. I got. I can talk about the Netflix thing real quick. Take me. It's like five minutes. Okay. 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 Um, there's a new show. Even though I'm ready on now, Netflix. Go ahead, do your Netflix. There's a new show on Netflix called Alien Worlds. Have you guys checked? Seen it? No. Or no. Seen, even seen do tell. Do tell. Okay. I like ancient so, aliens. So um, so I'm taking, I'm actually, it's kind of cool because we were talking yesterday. I'm taking a class, astrobiology. Yes. Or life in the universe and how we identify life on other planets when we don't know exactly what life would look, you know, someplace else. That's what this show is. Oh, that's cute. He's it's, real cute. It shows you, it shows you these planets and how life would look there and how life would adapt to those environments it's like mars or venus yeah well these are these are exoplanets like these aren't oh, even in our solar system got you got, like okay. so so like there's the the um first episode has these um basically they're they call them sky grazers and they're just these animals that spend their entire life in the air and they fly around and they feed on these plants that uh put their seeds up in the air when they mate or whatever and they they eat these you know seedlings or whatever but it's Fantastic show. I thought people, especially people that listen to our podcast would think it's super cool. It's on Netflix right now. I watched, I've watched two episodes of it. <gasps> you watched I've, it without me? Rude. Uh, busted. I might be on episode three of the show right now. <laughs> but it's, uh, um, no, those are the, there you go. Those are the sky grazers. Right there, These little guys. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Those are their babies when they're on the ground. Yeah. That's them as babies. And it's all conjecture. It's nothing. It's nothing. They they just take our our life science and they adapt it to other planets and how animals would evolve there. And it is. And they take into account like um, temperature, weather, ecos- yeah, all the ecosystems. That, that actually, the sky grazers are a perfect example. They live on a planet with a super dense atmosphere. Um, it's an extra. The planet's so large, it's got more gravity than like what we would experience mm. here. So these guys spend their life flying in the air. And whereas like on planet earth, they would never even be able to get off the ground, but they're so strong in the way they're built and the way they've adapted the environment and everything. It's just, they can fly. Yeah. Okay. It's just super cool, super interesting. And it's just one of those things I thought people that listen to us would be interested. In. I thought you guys would like it too. Mm-hmm. And the, like each show is 45 minutes. I feel like they're 10. Like I said, I breezed through two episodes last night on my way to bed and it was, you know, two hours later, I'm like, Fuck. <laughs> Graphically <laughs> speaking, is it pretty good? It's fantastic. Yeah, cool. It's fantastic. But just these guys, you know, and like these are the, well, there they are flying up there. Oh. And see, like these plants, again, this is all, you they know, almost look like cacti. conjecture. Yeah. yeah. But they release these things and they float up into the air and that's how they go. And they, these guys populate, you know, they go, their seeds drop someplace else. Well, these sky grazers, they spend their whole life up in the air and that's what they eat. Hmm. They've even got, they even go over their predators. They've come up with predators for the sky grazers. It's okay. And then they, and they tie each one of them back to the way animals have evolved here on our planet. So you can see, oh, that it is something that could happen because it's happened here. You know, tying like that guy could be akin to a koala. Right. Or something. Right. It's called alien world. Alien worlds. I'm adding it to my list now. And it's on, it's on Netflix and it is 
like I said, they're 45 minute episodes. They feel like they're 10 because it's just cool. Unbelievably good. Unbelievably good. I'll watch the, I'll watch the first two episodes again because okay. they're, it's great to the guys that, that attack the sky grazers. I don't like those guys. That sounds rude. It is. It sucks. So anyway. News with Tam. Well, see, I didn't know which one I was going to do first. And I... Is that better? You just hear people like clicking off the podcast, can't you? You hear it out there. They're over there like... No. And I'm good. And it's over. Thanks. But no thanks. News. What's, what's our first story? Our first story... Is Barack Obama was briefed about UFOs. What? Well, you know, he is reptilian. Oh, he is? <laughs> According that... to some? Uh-huh. I know Hillary's supposed to be. They're all, they're all, I think they're all included, supposed to be. Yeah. Oh. So he probably knew already. So he, he, he did a sit down with Stephen yeah, Colbert. Sky grazers for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'll shut up. Sorry. He did a sit-down with Stephen Colbert, and Stephen Colbert asked him about UFOs, and he said he was briefed on them, and then he asked him, he goes, well, do aliens exist? And he didn't say no. He said, I can't discuss that. And then oh. had a big old shit-eating grin on his face. It's like pleading the fifth, basically. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, clearly, I mean, we everybody in here knows that. Well, I mean, Orange Asshole this created the The Space Trek. Force A. Yeah. I, I wish I knew what number I was. I could just refer to it. But I did. I did. I did like a two week research project and put a podcast together around that. Like why he would be the one. And so yeah, you go back and find it. I don't know what number it is because I'm not organized. Sorry to get your news. It's okay. <laughs> Getting real used to it. Just think soon I'll have big googly eyes and I'll go to Dave Matthews Band concerts and I won't ever talk back. And my face won't match my voice then either, I bet. <laughs> we'll give you a new voice. Oh, great. What would it sound like? I don't know. What would you want it to sound like? Like You want to go like Barry White. Ja- yeah, James Earl Jones. Nice. Okay, I, I can am, do that. I am your father. No, let's do like Elmo. Why? Why not? <laughs> Why? I mean, Elmo's cute. Elmo is cute. Okay. Anyways, moving on. What are we looking at? Oh, okay. The Barack Obama. I thought you were looking at jewelry. It's <laughs> like, oh, we really She's went off chopping. the rails. No. So the next one, real, in quotations, vampires exist. And there are over 5,000 of 5,000? 5,000 of them in the United States. What is it, like a book club? Oh, she said... You, well, you remember we did a... Uh, we met someone that told us that they were... Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. So, well, hold on. Okay. Well, let's talk about it. Because what do they do? What do they do? Like, what they don't... Well... They bite each other? Well, they do that. Their teeth are really... They... Do they file Fashion them? them. I don't know if they're filed or... Ex- some kind of veneer that's put on there. I'm not sure, but... Oh, so they really do bite each other? There is a... What? There's an association called NOVA, the New Orleans Vampire Association. Like it's like a soccer league. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pay dues. Hand out, hand out jerseys. <laughs> dues. 
<laughs> we need three now liters of for the blood type suckers. A. Number 12. They're a non-profit. Dirk Van Bytelot. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. There's an Atlanta Vampire Alliance. There's all kinds of... Fuck out of here. It's got to be like a role-playing thing, right? It's not like... No, they really do live that way. Well, um, how do they... They don't... They Well, according to the article, the symptoms of vampirism start to manifest around puberty when those who later become reliant on ingesting blood oh. find themselves physically, quote-unquote, drained for no discernible reason. They usually discover accidentally that blood offers a remedy. They might bite their lip, for instance, and realize that swallowing the metallic liquid between their teeth gives them an instant burst of energy. Maybe they need their iron checked. That's exactly what I was going to say. So they've got low iron. They're anemic. <laughs> Maybe. Some simply derive strength from taking the quote-unquote psychic energy of others. This can be accomplished through intimate human touch, like giving someone a massage. So it's a sex club. Okay. It's a BDSM thing. Okay. If you, sure. They no, have, I'm asking for information. I don't know. They have holiday charity events. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they come together. Do they have blood drives? <laughs> I gotta know. <laughs> I gotta know. Well, the, the person that we met indicated that um, they would be part of this club and uh not in, it wasn't it was in new york i think um but yeah it was with fellow people who identified as vampires yeah <laughs> okay everybody's got their thing yeah but this is one that would like you would you could hurt somebody else is it is it consensual? Yes, like it's, it's consensual. So they have. So they're not gonna. They're not going out to bars and stuff and like. No, it's a thousand percent consensual. So the community has adopted terms to describe their unorthodox, unorthodox habits. So to feed is to drink blood, while those who give their blood are called donors. Being awakened and coming out of the coffin are ways to talk about becoming aware of one's vampiric identity. So no, like there's one guy in here who talks about how he keeps a scalpel on him and he pricks his partner's back, squeezes it with his fingers, and then drinks the blood that comes out. I wouldn't choose the back if I was going to do that. I mean, that's not a lot of capillary action there. Maybe it's to hide any well, kind of scarring. They're not doctors. They think they're vampires. <laughs> they're not even smart enough to have a blood drive. There you go. <clears throat> They claim they can't control their urges. Um, they need to feed for at least two or three times a week. With these people that allow them to suck their blood. Correct. Um, if they have enough blood um, on hand, they'll refrigerate it and use it later and combine it with other stuff like tea or coffee. or What? I don't give a fuck. That's fucking weird. That's weird. One woman said she isn't a vampire by choice. Many of us would rather not go through the cyclic symptoms and Whatever. just be happy to live life like a normal person. Whatever. And see, that the, what they'll do is they'll latch themselves on to uh, some other, like, gender identity thing that they don't get to decide. And then they got these idiots. Like, well, I don't get to choose. I was born this way. Like, no. No. No, you weren't. 
When one woman went four months without feeding, she found herself in the emergency room with a low heart rate that would shoot up to 160 when she stood up or walked around. This would be followed by a massive migraine and sometimes a loss of consciousness. Isn't that a thing, though? <clears throat> Altitude-related... Somebody needs to check some orthostatics. Yeah. Isn't that... That's a... Th- I mean, I'm not... It's orthostatic blood That's pressure, a thing, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, like when you stand up, your, you your stand blood up pressure goes all fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. That's why she's a vampire. I'm, I'm open to a lot of shit, but that's just... That's dumb. I mean, bloodborne pathogens. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about getting sick. For fuck's sake, man. There's all kinds of stuff. But they don't drink their own blood. It has no. To be yeah, somebody, somebody else's. else's. I wonder. Are they required to get, like, certain testing done regularly to stay... It doesn't say anything about that, active? so I don't know. To try to... I don't know. Well, see, then, then you get into it being somehow regulated or whatever, and then you're going to have... I bet you there's those people in there taking away my freedom. This is a little interesting. So the vampire community that was found in the French Quarter was found to be predominantly Caucasian and to a lesser extent Latino. Yeah, because black people don't do stupid shit like that. They don't. I'm just saying. They age and range from 18 to 50, identified with a range of sexualities and religions, and were split almost evenly between men and women. So, don't matter who you are. Because, uh, I'll get reprimanded later. It's dumb. It's, but it's uh, interesting. It is. It's very... Oh, it's weird. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of weird there. So on a much lighter note, let's talk Christmas. Because you, because the, okay. Because what? Go ahead. Nothing. Nothing. I can tell I'm going to be in trouble later. You're not in trouble for anything. I'm just going to let it go. Christmas. Ghost Christmas. Sort of. Have you ever really thought about Christmas and how paranormal it actually is? It's magical. That a big fat elf can teleport down your chimney? (laughs) I mean, that's. Exactly. Yeah, well, I did. Flying reindeer. Yeah. So you have Krampus. Krampus. <laughs> he came Krampus from Germanic folklore as a kind of an anti-clause. Um, Which I think should have never got rid of that. Stealing the children. Yeah, he'll stuff them yeah, in yeah. a sack or a bathtub. That is exactly what I'm looking at. How do you find the shit that I look at? You, we're <laughs> so connected. It's amazing. It's like telepathy. Just that close. I just give it all to you. You have the Grinch. Is that was a? Is that some kind of crossover between Krampus and and like some other type of legend or whatever? Does it say? No, it's it looks like it's strictly Seuss. Okay, so it's something it's something that he came up with. And, yeah, one hundred percent Doctor okay. Seuss. All right. But one of the ones that I thought was very interesting was oh, drunk Santa, drunk Black Pope Santa? Peter. Have you guys ever heard of him? Mm-mm. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, everybody's got their preference. So, Black Peter is a character who accompanies Sinterklaas <laughs> in the Netherlands. So much porn. <laughs> Black Peter joins the Jolly Man on a boat from Spain. Um, other than, never mind. Uh-huh. And assist in distributing goodies of n- to nice children. Peter has alternately 
been a conquered devil forced to help Santa, a Moorish slave, and a suit-covered chimney sweep. He will punish bad children, but it is not normally as mean as the Krampus. Although he has also he also has a bag for stealing kids for transport back to Spain. Never heard of this dude. I was like, that scared the shit so out of me. So is that where the coal comes from? Oh, that's why they can't do it. Look at that guy. He looks like he's in blackface. You can't do that. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't do that. No. You can't do that It's just mildly racist. Even though he's supposed to be... No! Wow, look at that. You can't do that. That's great. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, I, I get it. He's supposed to be like covered in, in soot or whatever, but... Yeah, it doesn't look like it. No. <laughs> oh, you just like picture like the worst blackface that you can imagine. Like the just classic stereotype. <clears throat> So this guy's a, uh, he's a, he's a devil. Yes. Okay. That was forced to um, help. I gotcha. Sinterklaas. I, I, I gotcha now. I see the caption. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that makes sense. Like the coal, is that maybe where the coal comes from? That would be my guess. Since he's a chimney sweep, yeah. that would make the most sense. Okay. Where does coal in your stocking come from? Oh, there you go. Coal for Christmas. There you go. Sinterklaas. That is where it came from, then. Huh. Yep. Look at us learning stuff. There you go. That's where Alrighty. coal comes from in your stocking. We're going to skip that one for obvious reasons. I was reasons. a perfect child, so I don't have anything about that. Yeah. We'll skip that one, too. Bumble? Yeah. He, he was, wasn't what? he on one of the shows? Yes, he was one of my stop-motion uh, Rudolph. Now, is that him? Oh, yeah, stop-motion. Never mind. He's cool magic snowman like the oldest paranormal christmas ever is a magic frosty <laughs> there's even songs about him magic snowman yeah what is la what bafana mm-hmm. the holiday witch what delivers gifts to good children on epiphany eve the night before the three wives wise men oh. were said to arrive at baby jesus's all right. The stories of Bifana vary, but she is an old woman who encountered the wise men and turned down an invitation to join them on their quest because she was too busy sweeping. She has a change of heart and tries to find Jesus, but is never able to. Now she travels on a broom, still searching and visiting children in the meanwhile. Interesting. From Italy. It's hmm. like a Christmas witch. It's very odd. <clears throat> All right, cool. Yeah. So there you go. Time, News with Tay. Time traveling ghosts. We're not talking about that one. Nope. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's all you got. Yeah. Okay. All right. I thought there was more. I'm sorry. Nope. Some yes. of them get a little too deep in, and it's like too hard to just it's just knit. <laughs> There's too. They get too hard to try to describe. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So anyway. Just the, the, the logic about, like, not saying anything about the Santa is the is just, it. you know. Yeah. Got kids in the backseat. I guess we say fuck a lot, though, don't we? Yeah, I mean, if we're going to center that. <laughs> that was kind of my mindset. We might want to, like. I don't know. I probably would have let our kids listen to it. Well, hell, our kids play Grand Theft Auto, so. 
Everybody's like, you do what? Yeah, they they kill people and shoot hookers. Is that what happens in that? I mean, yeah. I just thought they. No, they it's not. You, you, you can, you I can. That. That's what everybody gets upset about. Juice used to play it. Juice still plays it. Juice still plays it. Yeah, but back, back well, originally it was it was Grand Theft Auto. You stole cars. It was like a top down view. Speaking of which, it was super fun. It was super fun to play. It was like like you picture like the eight bit pixelated, you know, games or whatever. And it was like a top down view. It wasn't like you know all stylized three D or whatever. And you'd run from the cops. Like you could find tanks and stuff. And And you just the goal was to steal and run, steal run away from cops. Exactly. Pretty much. Yeah. And then the hookers come in. Like Grand Theft Auto Three. They're just chilling on the street while you're stealing cars. Basically, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, you know. Good to know. So, that was emails and news with T. Thanks for joining us on Facebook. We're going to take a break right now. Uh, If you'd like to watch the rest of the podcast, subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, If you go over there and you subscribe, make sure to turn on the notifications so you know when the new one's there. And I'm just going to start putting them out there, I guess. I'm just going to start uploading them. Just start uploading them. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. A few moments later. So, I had talked before uh, back in an old school episode. Like, I want to say it was, it might have been like episode, like it was in the single digits probably. And, there's a theory out there that Bigfoot is an interdimensional being. And that's why no one's ever been able to like capture, capture one or to capture really good video of one. And there's been a phenomena seen where like green lights would also appear. And then that was supposedly Bigfoot moving into the, the fourth dimension. And then we couldn't see him cause he's basically invisible. And then are you, are you Googling it? Are you got a couple. Google? So that was the, the theory behind it. And now there's um, reports out there now that uh, this guy has written, has said that uh, it's fairly common knowledge, <laughs> basically writing for this blog site. And he said, it's fairly common knowledge uh, that in the late sixties and early seventies, now I don't know how common knowledge is. Cause I've never heard about it until today when I was Googling around um, that the Lawrence Livermore national labs had several Bigfoot in captivity in the sixties. Uh, UC Berkeley staff also participated in this study the first Bigfoot caught him by surprise when it escaped out the door just by walking out when the janitor came in to clean out what he thought was an empty cell. And what had happened was is this Bigfoot had transferred into the fourth dimension, so it was invisible, and it just walked out. And he said there's other, there's other times that uh, there's other ones that they had held captive that during the study uh, they had 24-hour multiple observer surveillance and multiple cameras running, and at no time was there not a camera running. Um, and they both witnessed many they both witnessed the bigfoot's many cycles of transition from our three dimensions into the fourth dimension phase where he would basically be invisible so i'll just read this guy's entire statement that he uh he given this uh blog poster and he says he has this inside information this is from the lawrence livermore national labs uh, this is his entire statement it was fairly common knowledge in the East Bay area during the late 60s and early 70s that the Lawrence Livermore National Labs had several Bigfoot in captivity in the 60s. UC Berkeley staff also participated in the study. The first Bigfoot caught them by surprise when it escaped by walking out the door when the janitor came to clean out what everyone thought was an empty holding cell. It remained at, it remained at large inside the building for a couple weeks before it found its own way out. There was some panic, but I believe only a few people stayed at home since it was technically the fourth dimension, the fourth dimension description was not decided upon until a later time and at UC Berkeley, I believe. Stephen Hawking also participated to some degree in later studies around 74 and 75. 
the scientists did continue to study the Bigfoot while it was at large. They did, they did so by standing in front of its travel path and letting it walk right through them. They were able to determine that it held no ill will toward its captors and that it was only trying to get out of the building. There were, let's see, they were more prepared for the second one that they had held captive. During that study, they had a 24-hour multiple observer surveillance and multiple cameras running. At no time was no camera not running, and they both witnessed and photographed the Bigfoot's many cycles of transition from our three dimensions to the several fourth dimension phases. This one escaped the exact same way as the first because apparently it did not return from the fourth dimension phase. So they believed that it had escaped on its own. It too roamed the lab for a couple weeks. It made its way to a break room and both ate the food there and made a mess during the night that was left to be discovered the next day. They relied on the secretaries to detect where the fourth dimensional Bigfoot was since they were more sensitive than the men and could better sense the electromagnetic cloud that was associated with its presence. Apparently, it liked to sneak up on the secretaries from behind when they came into the uh, when they came into the uh, break room for coffee. So there was so there were a few dropped coffee pots and burnt toes. They drove this one out of the building by opening up a pathway of propping open doors and presumably banging on pots and pans. Apparently, one scientist was retired early because it was believed that the Bigfoot hypnotized him to go insane. He apparently did not respect the Bigfoot for being people and firmly thought it to be just an animal. That was the only injury that I can recall. The actual report was retrieved from the lab by the DOD. Uh, it, it was, excuse me, it was retrieved by the DOD from the lab's library in about 1979, and no copies remain there. Since the lab has had retirement plans, no personnel that were on duty then are still there today. This is why the feds are still quite bent on stifling all big Bigfoot research of any kind and by any method. The conclusion of the DOD study was that the Bigfoot cannot be contained, controlled, or communicated with, and is thought to be an alien and or an origination. They were wrong on the communication aspect because most anybody can communicate with Bigfoot given the proper instruction. Far more money has been spent by the federal government to stifle Bigfoot research than is spent by all Bigfoot researchers put together. How? Illegal email and phone taps, helicopter and motor vehicle time, electronics to track cell phones of researchers who failed to remove the battery from their phones even though it was turned off, automated telephone harassment equipment, man hours in both tail and harass both to tail and harass researchers, breaking and entering to steal records and photographs of those who might write books, theft of mail through the United States Postal Service, UPS and FedEx, and then picking up Bigfoot bodies and threatening all who witnessed it. Other than that, the feds couldn't give a rat's ass about whether Bigfoot is proven or not. So that's the entire statement this guy gave uh, to this particular blog. And uh, I just found it extremely interesting. It was a, definitely a topic that we wanted to cover because this fourth dimensional thing is, is, I mean, more than a little weird. Am I right? So the theory is that that's why you can't catch one is because these, they're, they move into this fourth dimension and then they're invisible and you can't see them that they, they can't even, they can walk through, um, people, uh, without us even knowing it. And that, you know, they're, they're not, uh, they're not out to hurt anybody. Uh, but that's just, that's like one of the things they do. And that, and since then, um, in, I'm trying to read over the notes here, the department of defense had, uh, in 1979 had basically claimed everything from the lab. They took it and they've hit it all. 
and since then, um, no personnel has been allowed to talk about it and that they've, uh, they're hell bent on, uh, stifling all the big shirt, Bigfoot research of any kind. Like they don't like the TV shows or anything like that. They'll actually go out and bug these people's phones. The websites will come down anything that like where they have any kind of real evidence. So now that they're now Bigfoot's out there and he never gets into why, why the, the government would want to stifle the research, like why they would want to do anything like that. But I just found it super interesting that there's claims out there now that we actually had some in captivity and they were able to escape because they're these interdimensional beings. And Stephen Hawking, that's another thing. Stephen Hawking actually worked on, uh, in, he gives the years here too, mid seventies. Yeah, I've got 74 to 75. That Stephen Hawking mm-hmm. was working on. Oh, okay. So you found it. So my question is, if this lab says, that's their explanation you can't catch them then how do they capture them and have some it doesn't say this guy doesn't say this was a this was a blog post uh that i found was there any kind of dna anything at that time not in the 70s huh like i don't think that was what that was the it was probably like the mid 80s before they even got the technology but you would think they would have vials of blood or just blood typing. I think is basically what, at least from like they criminology they would do. Like well, they would, but they say that now that the Department of Defense has seized all that stuff, so that you wouldn't even be able to test any of it. Yeah, because I would think they would have blood, hair samples. <clears throat> Does it say there what the timeline is on DNA? The strictly testing. Or I mean, it used to take so long. Would be like matching. DNA matching. Everything's like Ancestry.com. Right. They're trying to sell you. Late yeah. 70s, early 80s. So the think, potential. I think it would take like, they've shortened the duration of how long the test takes, right? I think it used to take like months to process. And now it's, you know, minutes. Or yeah. Whatever. Oh, there you go. That's cool. So if we could get a hold of one of those samples, it could tell us a lot. Yeah, but they're saying, they're saying the Department of Defense... Theft of mail through the United, uh, through the Postal Service and FedEx, and then picking up dead, dead Bigfoot bodies and threatening anybody who witnessed it, and that the the Feds don't care whether or not Bigfoot is proven or not. But why would they? I don't know why they would. Why would they dedicate all that time to basically a okay. zoological? Yeah. And that brings up a good point too. If they do exist, why haven't we come across a dead one yet? Well, apparently because the Department of Defense is going out and taking the bodies, according to this guy. Hmm. And why, what would Bigfoot's purpose be? For, what do you mean? Like, why would, why would he come into this dimension? Not a clue. How would they keep him locked up? Couldn't they just go into another dimension? Well, that was what they were saying. That's what this guy's saying. That's how they got away. The ones they did, that they were able to capture, Mm -hmm. that that's what it did. Like the it would transfer into the fourth dimension. And then like one of them like was able to get right out. And then another one basically got lost in the building and uh, roamed around the building for like days. Yeah. So this article said he was there for weeks. Yeah. There you go. And that the um, women were the ones that were able to sense them better because once they entered that fourth dimension and they were still around, it was sort of like ghosts. They gave off an electromagnetic field mm-hmm. and women were more sensitive to that. So they were able to tell them whether, whether or not they were there. Well, that's where all the TV shows went wrong. All the squatching shows. It's all men. Well, no, it's not. They got that girl on that one. Was there? Mm-hmm. Oh. They're going squatching. What was his name? Bobo? I don't know. Squatching. Bo- Bo- Bobo the Squatcher. <clears throat> so anyway, I thought that was super interesting. He's possibly an interdimensional being. And I, I never had come across this when I had originally done that story. But people will report that. Like when they spot him out in the woods or whatever, that they'll be 
they'll see one or they'll think they'll see one and then they'll see like a green light and then there's no evidence of one after that and they suppose that that's the, that's it moving you know into another dimension it's beaming up to another dimension it's beaming away and then <laughs> i had some notes yeah the emf signature and yeah whether or not he's an alien stephen hawking was actually part of the the study and worked on or whatever it's clean now it smells fine that's good that's good so yeah there you go it's a bummer we don't have stephen hawking around anymore to ask yeah like well, well he probably wouldn't have able to, he probably wouldn't have been able to talk about it anyway they probably wouldn't let him Oh, well. I mean, according to this guy. I mean, what are they going to do to him? This guy's name was Silver something. Silver, Silver Eagle. Eagle. Silver Eagle. That's what it was. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> put on the... So anyway, fourth dimensional Bigfoot. I thought that was interesting. A little cryptozoology. If anybody has any input on that, I'd love to hear about it. You Have you ever had experienced a, a Bigfoot? We had talked about going out. There was um, supposedly Bigfoot sightings at uh, Salt, Salt, Salt Fork. Fork. Salt State Fork. Fork. Mm-hmm. And you can go out there and you can do primitive uh, camping. So we had talked about going out and just camping and going looking for Bigfoot. And I mean, get some exercise in. I'm down. I'm totally down. I mean, you get to go, you get to go camping, go look for Bigfoot and green lights. Have you met anyone who claims to have seen Bigfoot? No. I, I mean, I didn't know anyone. I had met a guy. Uh, when I was with Southern Ohio Paranormal, they had a little like paranormal convention that they did in Dayton uh, at the Hara Arena. Hara Arena? Hara Arena. Doesn't matter. Anyway, and there was a guy there that had come in and he was talking about it. And he had, you know, a couple stories where they call it um, Grass Man here in Ohio. And it's because of those, the, the like houses that he makes is like all made out of big tall grass or whatever. And um, he said that he had, had seen one. I've never known anyone personally that said oh yeah i saw this but i mean i'd love to go out like they they say like they knock on trees and shit and but supposedly ohio is one of the hot spots so do we know why that's what's gonna be my question i wonder why who knows ohio a big hot spot and the funny thing is is there's actually a um that's animal planet what's it called jai Normous. No. <laughs> yes. Giant Giantopithecus. There is a uh, primate that was about seven foot tall that would fit the description of uh, Bigfoot that was legit. It was real. It is in our family tree, but this was hundreds of thousands of years ago. So could they have lived or, you know, could have uh, one of those specimens somehow lived on without evolving at all it's you know tough to say but so it is out there so the bfro that's that guy that's that guy that's that bobo guy the bigfoot research yeah he has also says new york and pennsylvania washington new york and pennsylvania washington state or dc i'm assuming state. Yeah, right he's like you know <clears throat> that's way on the other side of the country he's at the, he's at the lincoln memorial <laughs> taking pictures with tourists <laughs> Anyway, what was that? Handing out Harry, tricky. Harry and the Hendersons. Oh my God, that's yes. such a good movie. I Until the end. Harry. Doesn't he die? No, they take him back to the woods so he can go back to his family. Oh. Rude. So they killed him. No, they didn't. Yeah, that's just what they told the kids. The kids are with him. You're a little kid and you're like, I don't know, your hamster him dies. to the farm. Took him to the farm. He's going to go be with all his friends now. It's so <laughs> sad. It's a metaphor. They killed him. He's dead. So anyway. 
<laughs> That's depressing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you know, the Department of Defense would have come out and like scooped him up. and So he'd have got a proper burial at sea with Osama. Your, your picture that you posted. Which one? On Instagram. Mm-hmm. It might be on Facebook too, but Instagram. Mm-hmm. The night paralysis guy? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that picture is of rake man or mm-hmm. slender man. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I was like, I wonder where, like, where does he come from? What is that whole? So that's like a real. It's a, it's a thing. Yeah. Because yeah, I've seen it, like, not, I've now, seen it with my own eyes, but. Slender man I've seen. No, not seen, but like stories, you know. So. So supposedly, this description of this, the rake, um, has been documented from like several different people, like four different continents. People have claimed to have seen the rake, and they call it the rake, I guess, because of his hand. Mm-hmm. Yes, there. Yeah, there he is. Well, that's the same guy. So I didn't know if you guys knew anything about. Follow us on Instagram, was... Art City Paranormal. I didn't know anything about this guy. So if you. Uh, his hands are supposed to be like big rakes. And if you click on, yeah, there you go, that origin. So it goes back to the 12th century that people oh. had these testimonies. And there was a guy who wrote a suicide note that they describe in one of these stories. And he claims it's because of rake man was coming after him and telling him basically to commit suicide. So he killed himself? Yeah, yeah. And in the 1800s. Oh, yeah, Spanish, there you go. I see. I got you. <clears throat> his suicide is due to repeated encounters with the rake. That stalks him. Or her. See, I didn't even know that was a real... Now, see, I've seen this picture here poking around the internet. I've seen this. I've seen that. So they're saying, is it, is it a, an alien, I think, is one of the questions. Is it... Oh. So this could be a alien visitor? Yeah. I mean, it certainly could be. I guess it sort of fits the description. The grays. The grays or whatever. Oh, yeah. I see that. The picture there has got like his hands, the big long fingers. And there's something that's terribly photoshopped there at the bottom. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Come on, man. We couldn't do better than that. I've had people describe to me when they talk about like being fearful of something that's in their house. I've had it described similar. You know, like it's this big headed, long armed, lanky thing without a full face kind of when i saw your picture i'm like that kind of looks like what people have described that's that guy do you think it's one of those things where it's our consciousness like the philip experiment like we you know since we just talked about that you think that's one of those things where we've projected it out there we've built it up so much that now this thing is a, a paranormal being could be its eyes are like glowing in the dark shoulders it's got it is super creepy. He looks angry. He looks hungry. He needs to eat. I'm gonna eat your brains. It's very thin. Brains. So where does he, like, I don't even know where to start. Where does he live? Everywhere? Yeah, that was the unusual thing is, like, that it said that people from, you know, very early, like, the 12th century, like, four different continents had described this person being, encountering it. Hmm. If you think about it, I mean, an alien, if you go at it that angle, I mean, they could have been visiting us for that long. I think they would look that angry, though. I think they would look more annoyed. Deer. Yeah, I don't know. Is there supposed to be a Slender Man somewhere in there? Oh, far right. That looks like E.T. Looks like a cover of whose album had that screaming person on the front of it. I can see it. 
From the 90s. I don't know. Was it an REM album? No. Uh, Radiohead. The Radiohead. Huh. It's poorly photoshopped, whatever it is. I do think that there's stuff like that. Now, whether it was created in our consciousness or it's something that's able to travel like interdimensionally, I mean, that could go back to the the Bigfoot thing and why there's worldwide sightings and, you know, if they can travel, travel interdimensionally, then who gives a shit? Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. That looks like a test dummy. Something like that. It does look like the cover, though. Just photoshopped it. So from so if they had, so then it makes me think like what we talked about, like the Philip experiment. Like if so many people, like if you experienced something and then you told me about it, and then I told Allison, and then the three of us were like, "Holy shit!" And then Allison experienced something. So then that consciousness is there. Is that one of those things where we would like manifest? I don't know, or take like our experience when, like I didn't describe to you what I saw, but when you said what you saw, it's the mm-hmm. same thing I saw. And- Right. We hadn't shared that. Yeah. So then that doesn't make it something that we created, though. That makes it like something. Right. But it's that, that like, tall, I don't know, like, people describe that often, too, like the tall man, you know? Yeah. Um, that's definitely what I saw. And that's what I, I think a lot is of in the those... picture of, like, Memorial Hall. Mm-hmm. Looks similar. Yeah. All up in the audio. Little portal thing. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Did you see, have you seen that picture? Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you seen it? Yes. Yeah. All right. I linked it on the last show. It's in the description of episode thirty-eight. If you're interested. Hmm. So I have to look. I have to. I'll have to look at that more. That page I I'm just gonna closed. I'm going to do more. Um, Steve Blake says why he is and how he's not real. Oh, really? <clears throat> well, what does it say? It says that it all started on a 4chan message page. A what? Well, Slenderman did. Well, this is, uh, the rake is pure fiction, not fake like ghosts or sightings of Bigfoot. We know for sure the rake is fake, like 100% certain fake. It was started in a group on the message board 4chan that brought the creature into existence in 2005, when one suggested that they work together to create a new monster. That's just a a person's opinion. Kind of like, was that Momo or what what was that that they put in the kids' videos that was popping up that was supposedly like if the kids saw it they were gonna die yo remember? i remember, remember that, that vaguely oh what was that um is it called a momo i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but there again while you're looking that up there again though that's that consciousness thing that we talked about so what if these guys did that maybe that is the maybe that oh, is the that origin thing. maybe that is the origin of it and but now, through that consciousness of ever being, everybody being like, holy shit, this thing's real, and then not knowing that these two dudes made it up, they've created it. And now it's out there, just like the Philip experiment. Maybe that's a thing. Or what? Oh, I've seen that. I didn't know that's what that was. Yeah, but people were really upset. Like, it, was, it would come on the video and tell kids to hurt themselves and do self-harm. Oh, really? Yeah. Like you, the kid would be watching Peppa Pig, and all of a sudden, this thing would pop up and say, "You know, go hurt yourself, go kill yourself." How? But how did it get on Peppa Pig? It was a hacked into YouTube. Oh, YouTube kids. What the fuck? It looks like Wendy from The Shining. Yeah, like a cross between her and like Beetlejuice. Yep. Hmm. I guess our kids were too old, so we never. Right. Yeah, this just was 2017. It says. Oh yeah. Juice and Kayla were not watching Peppa Pig yeah. <laughs> then. Or if they were, they, were, they were watching it to like hope to see Momo. My youngest, yeah, I mean, she was 
terrified because she saw that on the news, like, picture. Like, I don't think she ever encountered it in a video. But, yeah, it was like a lot of kids and parents were freaked out. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I'd be pissed if I was a parent. I would be pissed if that popped up in, like, a, I don't know, a Joe Rogan video. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck, Go man? shoot yourself. <laughs> like, what the hell? Okay. So, the rake. I need to... I'm writing that down because I need to go do more research on that. Here's another page for you. I saved it. It's something I almost sent you last night, Kyle, to, mm-hmm. you know, my Gaia app where I can send, like, the little yeah. videos. So I watched this, I watched these series called Microdosing, and it's about, like, just small clips of information on different topics, like big topics and small doses is what it says. But one of them was talking about the pineal gland and how some people, that's what they think allows some people to connect with spirit more than others or be more intuitive is because of the pineal gland and and decalcifying the pineal gland may help uh, the third eye and there's certain like ways of, of doing that and connecting um, but it goes back to Egyptian times and I thought you'd find this interesting this is what made me think of you but the Egyptian um, picture that looks like an eye mm-hmm. is actually the side uh, uh, there's this person was describing it as actually it's a transsectional uh, slice of the brain and what you're seeing is actually the the part with the pineal gland in it so they're saying that even back in Egyptian times people attributed the pineal gland to the third eye and that's why they kind of corresponded it to make it look like an eye but it's actually a picture of the brain oh okay so I thought that was pretty uh, pretty cool yeah and this this article is one I actually looked at earlier what is it it's a it's a pea-sized gland. Yeah, so it secretes melatonin. Okay. That's what, you know, its primary function is. But almost all groups of people who believe in connecting with the third eye all attribute it to the pineal gland. To this, so this like gland or whatever. In India and Egyptian, um, here in the United States, like, they were looking at the studies and everybody, and they talked, yeah, and the DMT is also... Um, connected to the oh okay so does the the does the pineal gland make the dmt Mm -hmm. okay all right no shit that's super cool so they talk about certain foods that calcify it or decalcify it um things that you should avoid so i thought you know when people are asking how do i connect or tap in that might be another way is Mm -hmm. looking this up and looking at foods to either indulge in or avoid uh to try to that's cool as hell. So it's, it so looks like a pine cone. Oh, yeah. Scroll down there. You can see the picture of the eye. And then there's the brain. Oh, I and gotcha. The, see how that looks? Yeah. That is remarkably similar. Mm-hmm. And that's supposed to be the um, the eye of Ra. Yeah, there you go. It says it there at the bottom. Yeah. Look at that. I can read. Proud of you. Yeah, you know, every once in a while. <laughs> but I actually knew that. Anyway. But, but the, the gland itself, it, the word comes from, it's supposed to look like a, it looks like a pine cone. Like it. That's where it gets its name. So they say it can become calcified, I guess, in between those little layers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so is this why is this uh, is not paranormal at all? Is this why people maybe have trouble sleeping because they're not getting enough melatonin from there? I would, yeah. Huh. Yeah. I can't take melatonin. Ever tell you that story? Mm-hmm. Said it fucked with your legs. It was bad. It was like restless leg, <clears throat> bad. Weird. Super weird. Like, you ever had restless leg before? Mm-mm. No? Like, yeah, it feels like you have to get up and run around the room. It was so bad. It was so bad. I had it in my shoulders. 
Like I couldn't, I had to get up. I was literally like pacing the house. It was, I can't take melatonin. It's bad, bad mojo. I can't do it. Can't do it. So are these the foods they're talking about? Mm-hmm. Avoid fluoride. Also stop brushing your teeth. Yeah, Avoid had- excess calcium. And then foods that will help it. Apple cider vinegar, iodine, chlorella. They were saying, um, one of the sources I saw said, what like, that? nothing that's processed. It's like any processed food would oh. mess with that. Um, and something to I stimulate. Like people do, like, the tapping. Like, tapping. Um, it's a type of algae. And the front, is, where it, the is it in, like, your frontal lobe? Is that where it's located? It looked like, like it was behind, more. No, but it's, like, behind. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got you. So it's, like, in the middle of your brain, though. Mm-hmm. There's one one that I saw in this video said if you uh, take a, a deep breath and then clench everything up, like you're trying to keep in a fart or something, you know? <laughs> well, I'm just trying right. to start so you can... And then you push... You wouldn't and be you, able to do that, huh? You take a deep breath in <laughs> and you envision the breath going from, you know, your base up to and pushing it up to the gland and holding it. And putting your tongue on the roof of your mouth at the same time, they say that that helps to activate the cerebral spinal fluid. This this is on that episode I saw. Pushes up against the pineal gland and will help to secrete. No shit. Yeah. We know what you're doing later. Like, I haven't tried uh, like that immediately, myself. as soon as you guys leave. <laughs> yeah. that's. I'll send you the episode, too. You gotta, like, hold it. your tongue just right and, and I'm fucking in. I'm doing it. Have you tried it yet, Poodle? No. But they were saying that, you know, that might explain why some people are just more intuitive than others. Maybe their gland is more active. But it... That is super cool. That is super cool. I will Google this and I will be trying it. Hmm. Yeah, I have to try that now. Prayer. To activate the third... I guess that makes sense. Now you think about it. Huh. Okay. I'm doing it. Try it. I'm doing it. I'm trying it out. Report some, back. Sorry, some kundalini. Get, get, get everything some, moving. Release some DMT on my own little trip. So I had a question. We had talked before about a seance possibly happening on the show. And my what I had thought about, was like, what would you do? Like, how would you prepare? Do you, are you familiar with how you would prepare for that? What you would do? So I'm... I am trying to think of the difference between that it's almost like a channeling you're trying to conjure up spirit Mm -hmm. except for in a group setting so i mean we had seances when we were kids but i haven't done that like right was it successful i mean i I think we thought it was but i don't know i mean yeah so i i think what you would do is bring objects kind of we've talked about before, like some type of tribute or if you're trying to have a sense to speak to, usually it's, they have someone specific in mind. Right. Like a box of ashes. Yes. We have some of those. We do. Um, and I think for me, I when I think about it, I think the way that it would work is it's putting all of our energy and efforts together in a very focused direction. And if we're putting all of that out, it's allowing things to come in. So I, being very intentional, all of us have to be in the same kind of space, um, bringing some type of, building some type of altar, for lack of a better word. Yeah. You know, having some objects. 
and um, I mean, we kind of a little bit tried some at Bel Air style where we were sitting around. We had the all of us were in kind of a circular at the table there with the candles yeah. and. Mm-hmm. That That's true. I didn't, think, I didn't think about that. We did. Yeah. And then, you know, I know there are some blessings or spells that people right. say. I have not personally used that myself. Mm-hmm. I begin to try. Yeah. I was wanting to do one on the show. So, okay. so what is what did you find here, Allison? Oh, just a few different. Oh, how to hold a seance. We've got like a step-by-step guide from Let's the Baltimore see. Sun. And like 4,000 ads. Well, you know. That's how you do it. The idiot's guide to being a psychic is a thing. Okay. Hmm. That's what we want. What we want a psychic, right? Because well, we want to pick football games. Sure. Right? Yeah. Okay. So they can tell the future, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I need to work on that. This one goes into some more in-depth religious-based. Oh, it's the Catholic Church and how they've updated their... Oh, it's exorcism is Book. what you're reading. Yeah. They don't want to exercise. They just want to hang out. Right. Yeah. So there they talk about channeling. So is that so, something, is that, but it, so we do one. So is one of us going to be like possessed by this person? No, no, no. How does that, I mean, what, how does. I'm imagining it to be an indoors version of what happened at her house. Fourth of July weekend. That's my educated guess. So let's say, correct me if I'm wrong, Poodle. What do you mean? So like, you know how we were playing cornhole and then like out of the blue, Poodle looks at you and she said, good job, little Chuck. Mm. It would be stuff like that. So we're trying to channel your dad and you would probably just say not, it would be random, just shit that there's no way she would ever know. Right. Am I, is that? Yeah, I, I do believe some mediums function as if they are allowing someone to enter their body fully. Mm-hmm. Speak through like, them. Like, that is not the way that I work. Um, well, I think that would be really weird and scary. Mm-hmm. For real. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't want, I don't think I'd want to do that anyway. Yeah. So I, I do think that that is the way that some mediums work, but. I don't see that as the way it necessarily a seance would, would work. I would think it's us collectively trying to conjure up spirit with a specific purpose. Mm-hmm. So, so I would say, you know, music or um, like, you know, if there's a special song or um, which again, would be somewhat of a tribute to that person. Right. Pictures. I gotcha. Because um, I do think that, like I said, I think it would be something cool, but I don't want anything... I don't want anybody possessed. And I, I do think sitting in a, oh my gosh, sitting with in a circle with our hands held, does like connect us energetically, physically, and I think that that helps to create that greater sense of energy. To that make would it be happen, my guess. To make it happen. Yeah. Gotcha. But I don't, I don't know. I don't. That up there looks like they talk about being in the trance state, and a medium who becomes the chan- one person becomes a channel. I don't necessarily want to do that. I've not experienced that, and I think you have to be inviting spirit in to, to communicate that way. You okay. Mm-hmm. Like this one part here says, uh, if a certain spirit is desired, be vocal and specific, um, stating the person's full name, 
or giving a sense of the reason behind the contact. Is that something you would still try to do? Mm-hmm. So there's like little tidbits you could take from this. Yeah, because I mean, I'm interested, like I said, in doing it to see if it's something that's possible. It's something paranormal that we could explore, that we could do on our own terms. Mm-hmm. I, but I don't want to, I don't, I don't want anybody. You don't want to put Poodle in harm. Yeah, I don't want any. Yeah, yes, but I don't want any of us that and and that because I mean, who you knows? It's just the same thing with the Ouija board deal. Like, you open that door and you're not real sure who's gonna fucking walk through it. That's how I feel, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't want it to be a thing. I want it to be something where we can contact somebody, we can contact anybody. I don't really give a shit, you know. I mean, come on, Keith. Yeah, whatever. It does. It does. It doesn't make it. It really doesn't make any difference to me. I just want to see it's something paranormal that we can explore. And it's one of those things where we could use to document. It's one of those things to know what the fuck happens when we're done here, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's always been my thing is that's because, you know, I'm afraid to die. So I almost see it just not that much different than our EVP session. Right. Like, like, you know, um, but we'd be more intentional about Mm -hmm. the process. Like actually reaching out and saying, hey, come here. That, and we and want like, to talk to you. We want to talk to, you know, whoever mm-hmm. today. I, I envision Poodle in her brain, like at the airport with a sign. Yeah. <laughs> you know how like they always have yes. the signs waiting for blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Car for. <laughs> All right. Cool. I'm down. I think we should try it. I know. I want, I want to do it. So. And I'm happy to use my folks if you don't want to. Uh, we could try somebody. I don't really care. I think, I think. Because of proximity and the way he is, it, if it's something that's legit, it's he's going to show up regardless of who we're trying to talk to. Yeah. You I do? Think I do. Yeah. Because that's just... Because he's ornery as shit? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think he's kind of like me. He's probably like, hey, motherfucker. So, anyway. You'll need lots of soap for your mouth. It'll be foul. I'm sorry, poodle. <laughs> I don't want anybody talking through her or anybody else. That's no, a, I know. That's the thing. I don't want... <clears throat> But any messages he has her relay would be so. You would just basically yeah. kind of like you do. If I'm giving a reading, yeah, like, hey, I'm getting this from Bob. Right. Bob says, but it just like it just be specific. To right. Drink. Cool. We have to think of what we would have. So, I can think of a few things that you'd have as like tokens or mementos. Right. To put out mm-hmm. to help bring him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. What is it? The token of memento. Oh, yeah. That's his shirt. Crown? Mm. Would you put a bottle of crown out? Oh, yeah. You could put a bottle of crown out. His ashes are right there. Oh, yeah. There's all kinds of stuff around here. Yeah. We have to get some Rachel was asking if I've got one of my dad's uh, work shirts in a thing here behind me. Shadow box. Shadow box. There you go. She was asking if it was that. Yeah, that is. Can't, I mean, you couldn't see his name on there because it's got Grady pictures in front of it. But so anyway, it's got his work badge on it too, if I remember right. Yeah. You can't see yeah. it though from here. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, that's all I got. I'm down. If yeah. Want to do it? Totally. That's going to be an episode that we do uh, in the near future. So I don't want to say you know because they're you know, best laid plans, but in the very near future that'll be an episode that we do. All right. We got anything else? Nope. Anybody? anyone Mm-mm. cool all right thanks for tuning in everybody uh wherever you're listening to us to uh if this is the first time you listen to us hit the subscribe button um hopefully you're entertained if not then 
Come on back. It's like a train wreck. Something will happen. <laughs> Put something on fire. Go subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, turn on the uh, notifications. If you're first time watching us, turn on the notifications there so you'll know when the new videos are out. Thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in. Go this week. Spread some smiles around. Be safe. Be happy. Be healthy. Christmas is coming soon. I don't yeah. know when this will come out. So Merry Christmas, everybody. Until next time, everybody. Uh, above all else, make sure that you and everybody you are around for your own sanity. Stay weird. see it in my head <laughs> the top of the hill of blossom three chairs box and there's kyle googie eyes and arms yes thief taken yeah you could take like a motion sensor <laughs> yeah have it like like go off like some big like buzzer goes We're off have you record stuff <laughs> don't touch that stuff away from that does that look like it's your purse sir no sir